Welcome to GSA 101, brought to you by Elevate GSA, where we turn GovSpeak into a language you speak. My name is Hannah Struss, and I have Colin Herzl here with me today, and we actually have a quick GSA news alert regarding the FAS ID rollout. So if you're not already familiar, the FAS ID is a centralized login system. GSA has been rolling out to allow you to connect to a lot of their websites with a single username and password. This is a part of a bigger IT modernization effort to overhaul a bunch of GSA websites, improving their functionality and security. The FAS ID has already been implemented on a lot of their websites, including the sales reporting portal, GSA Advantage Purchase Order portal, the GSA Vendor portal, the MassMod portal, and most recently, eBuy. The reason that we're discussing this today is because GSA is about to bring eOffer and eMod under the FAS ID as well. This is going to be starting on March 8th, 2021. After this date, you will no longer need a digital certificate to access eMod and eOffer. Yay! However, GSA still advises you keep one on file should you need it for a different government agency. As a result of this transition, EMOD and eOffer will be down March 6th and 7th, so make sure to plan ahead as you will not be able to access either part of the site on those days. If you don't have a GSA FAS ID, you'll need to register one through eOffer. But if you've already been accessing any of the other websites that we've previously mentioned, then congratulations because you already have one. Soon, you'll use that same login information to access eOffer and eMod after March 8th. Okay, so everybody be aware about that FAS ID update. The last thing I want to address is actually a question we received from one of our listeners. They were asking for some clarification regarding GSA documentation when they're initially submitting for their GSA contract. They wanted to know the difference between the rate escalation disclosed in the price proposal template versus the EPA mechanism document. So the price proposal template details your proposed rate build-out for the 20 years of your contract, and it's on a separate tab inside that PPT. The EPA mechanism is just a document stating what clause you are choosing to utilize for your contract. And that's it. It may seem redundant to have a mostly blank document just stating the clause. However, that is a requirement for a new proposal submission. And if you're curious about which EPA mechanism is right for you and which one you should be disclosing in that EPA mechanism document, be sure to check out our other podcast episodes that talk about this, uh, as well as some of our blog posts that get into the specific details and help you find the right uh, clause numbers to name in there. Um, And as always, if you have any other questions or requests for a topic for us to cover in a future episode, please feel free to reach out to us at podcast at elevategsa.com. Thanks for listening.